Welcome to Muskegon History and Beyond for the Lakeshore Museum Center. As Christmas nears, many of us will be getting out our fake Christmas trees. Some of you, though, might be going to pick out your very own real tree to bring back home and decorate. In the early 20th century, many Americans would do the same, purchasing real trees to decorate their homes. However, in large cities with no pine trees nearby, getting a tree could be difficult. Thus, an industry was born every winter on the Great Lakes when lumber schooners would make their final run of the year not piled high with cut lumber to be sold, but rather pine trees ready to be decorated and displayed. The most famous of these lumber schooners has to be the one once owned by Charles Hackley named the Roos Simmons, or better known as the Christmas Tree Ship, our topic today. The Roos Simmons was constructed in 1868 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, it was named after a Kenoshawa businessman by the same name. This happened to be the same businessman who founded Simmons Mattresses. The Roos Simmons was a three-masted wooden schooner. It was 125 foot long and 27 foot wide. It was able to hold around 500 tons of cargo with deck space included, and was designed to haul lumber on the Great Lakes. In 1873, Charles Hackley purchased the Roos Simmons and used it to haul his cut lumber which it continued to do until the 1890s when Hackley sold it. Sometime in the 1880s, Captain August Schuneman started the tradition of making his ship's last voyage in late November a Christmas tree trip, bringing the trees to the dock in Chicago. At dock in Chicago, the family would tie a tree to the ship's mast and decorate it with branches from the trees to try and compel visitors to stop and board the ship to purchase their tree there. In later years, they added electric lights to the ship as well, making the display even more visible. In 1898, while making a Christmas tree run aboard a different ship, August Schuneman lost his life at sea when the vessel sank. While huge profit could be made from the late season tree run, it was also very dangerous as November weather was unpredictable and the lake's temperature was near or at freezing. August's brother, Herman, would continue in the Christmas tree shipping business. Herman built a reputation as one of the most popular Christmas tree salesmen and his ship's arrival loaded with Christmas trees often welcomed in the Christmas season to Chicago residents. Herman would earn the nickname Captain Santa as he would often donate trees to families who otherwise couldn't afford them. By 1905, the Roos Simmons was getting old for a lumber schooner, but it was still sailing in the lakes. In October of that year, the ship ran into a storm, which was strong enough to blow the mast down and leave the boat free to nature's will. The crew of the ship, thinking it was the end for them, penned down their final wishes, including the cook who wrote a message and put it in a bottle. This message was later found on a beach in Ludington. Our canvas is gone, and we are drifting towards the east shore at the mercy of the sea. Unless there is a change of wind in three hours, we are lost. Remember my last thoughts were of my darling wife and pets. Whoever finds this, send it to Miss C.H. Bissell, St. James, Michigan. Thankfully in this case, help came and the Roos Simmons was saved. However, this luck wasn't going to last forever. In 1910, the Roos Simmons was on the market, and Schooneman, with a group of others, decided to purchase the ship. At this point in time, sail-powered schooners were nearly extinct on the Great Lakes in favor of steam-powered boats, but Schooneman had years of experience on sail-powered schooners and thought it could still turn a profit. So Herman became the captain of the ship and continued roaming the Great Lakes. Lumber and lumber products such as shingles were its most common load, but of course Schooneman continued the highly profitable Christmas tree business. In a period of two years, the Roos Simmons had the nickname of the Christmas Tree Ship with Captain Santa at the helm. On November 20, 1912, the Roos Simmons was loading trees in Thompson, Michigan, located in the Upper Peninsula near Manistique. 
For this trip, Captain Schumann had decided to load the deck of the vessel as well as its cargo hold full to get as much profit out of the trip as possible. This was a common practice in the lumbering days, however, it appeared that a storm was on the way and the extra weight on the deck lowered the ship in the water greatly. One witness said the Ruth Simmons had one foot of freeboard when it left port, freeboard being the distance between the water's height and the level of the deck. When the Ruth Simmons was fully loaded, it was estimated to have around 5,000 trees on board. Those 5,000 trees, though, could sell on the docks in Chicago for 50 cents to a dollar apiece, which even if sold at the low end would mean about $2,500, or around $70,000 today. So a nice profit was on the horizon, but so was a storm. According to the story, before the ship left, rats were seen abandoning it. Never a good sign. Two crew members had also refused to join the voyage as they thought it was too dangerous at the time, and even a fellow captain had warned Schunemann not to go out as it looked like a dangerous gale was inbound. Schunemann, though, ignored these signs. On the 21st of November, the Bruce Simmons left port with 16 aboard and its load of Christmas trees. The journey south started well enough, however, the weather quickly shifted for the worse as the ship got near the Wisconsin shoreline. The Ruth Simmons was seen around 3 p.m. on the 23rd of November by a rescue station at Kinawa, Wisconsin, flying its flag at half-mast, a symbol of distress. However, at the station, they only had a rowboat and could not reach the ship. They notified the life-saving crew at Two Rivers Station, which was south of the Simmons location, because they had a gas-powered boat. The crew from Two Rivers went to the location the Ruth Simmons had been reported seen, but the crew was never able to locate the boat and eventually turned back. By December 3rd, family members of the captain and crew expressed their concerns as the Simmons was overdue to arrive in Chicago. Then on December 5th, more bad news arrived when fishermen near Manitowoc, Wisconsin discovered treetops in their fishing nets about five miles off of two rivers. At this time, a search effort was made to try and locate the lost crew or ship. Nothing of them was found. Parts of trees washed ashore at various locations. On December 13th, a bottle washed up in Sheboygan with a message from Captain Schunemann. Quote, Everybody, goodbye. I guess we are all through. The sea washed over deck load Thursday, which was the 21st, the day they'd set out. During the night, the small boat was washed overboard, leaking badly. Engwald and Stebb fell overboard Thursday. God help us. End quote. On December 14th, with parts of the lake icing over, the Coast Guard cutter Mackinac was sent out to see if it could find survivors on the islands near Wisconsin. This search resulted in no findings, and on the 17th, the search was called off for good, and all hands were declared lost. The final fate of the Ruth Simmons would not be uncovered for many years afterwards. It was not until 1971 when a diver discovered the wreck of the Simmons in 170 foot of water, five miles north of two rivers, that the final fate of the ship was discovered. It is thought that when the life-saving crew from two rivers went to locate the Simmons, that it had already sunk to the bottom by the time they reached the area. Later archaeological work would uncover more of the wreck. From their discoveries, it seems the crew was trying to control the ship in strong winds and had dropped one of their anchors in the hope of holding the ship in the wind. The ship was also discovered to be facing northward and might have potentially been trying to reach a port. Chains and other evidence that the crew was trying to deploy another anchor was also found. It seems, though, that a large wave washed over the ship and the extra weight on the deck did nothing but help the ship sink quicker. Examination also found many of the deck planks had been bad or weak, and thus not strong enough to weather the pounding waves, potentially causing the cargo hold to fill in. While the Ruth Simmons was never to deliver trees again to Chicago, the Schunemann family would continue the legacy.
The following year, 1913, Herman's widow and daughters organized a trainload of trees into town to sell on the docks and continued to bring trees in year after year until 1933 when the Great Depression forced the business's closure. The memory of the Christmas tree ship and Captain Santa continues today in Chicago where every year the U.S. Coast Guard cutter Mackinac, the same named cutter that went to look for survivors of the Ruth Simmons wreck, brings a load of Christmas trees to distribute to families in need. When Herman Schumann's gravestone was made, rather fittingly, a pine tree was etched on his tombstone. Thank you for listening and we'll be back in 2021.